We are two weeks into the NFL season. There were certain beliefs that we had after week one that were confirmed in week two. What about in our own lives? Do the things that we believe about life and God and what we're supposed to do next, is it true? Has it been confirmed? How should it be confirmed? Let's unpack it. This is the Unpacking It podcast, where we relate big sports stories to life and biblical truth. Our mission is to challenge, encourage, and inspire you to follow Jesus and become more like him with sports conversations that truly matter. That's what I'm talking about. Coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, I just want to thank you guys one last time for being here. It's the best day ever. Here is the president of Unpacking It Ministries, Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack parallels, metaphors, and topics in sports that relate to life and faith. I'm Bryce Johnson. I am here solo today. Uh, Luke is unable to make the podcast, and so uh, we will miss him, but I hope you'll stick around as we've got a fun topic today as we take a look back at the first two weeks in the NFL season. And there were certain things about week one that we saw again in week two. So what are those things? And so we'll look at it from an NFL perspective. But then also, I know that that you and I have things in life that we're wondering about. We're wondering about the next move to make, the next choice to make when it comes to work or family or different things. And hopefully we are looking for confirmation. And so how do we get confirmation to know that something is true and right? We'll discuss it today here on the show. So we'll have some fun. Glad you're with us. Thanks to everybody watching on YouTube and listening on Spotify and Apple and and those of you that catch the show on social media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Glad to have you as well. You can email me, Bryce at unpackingit.com, Bryce at unpackingit.com. Man, I want to thank Sugar Creek. I got the latest order on Saturday. I think it was Saturday morning. Got Sugar Creek coffee delivered to my front door. Use the promo code UNPACK. Save some money. I ordered two bags. And so I encourage you to do the same. At Sugar Creek Coffee Roasters, they specialize in handcrafted, small batch, artisan roasted coffee. They don't roast until you actually place an order. And so you can be assured the freshest. Roasted coffee is delivered to your door. So check out sugarcreekcoffee.com. Use the promo code UNPACK and enjoy some delicious coffee here from the Charlotte area. So no matter where you are around the country, you're listening in in Seattle or L.A. or Chicago, wherever you are, order some Sugar Creek coffee. Get a little taste of of down here and, and how it's roasted uh, in the Charlotte area. So, uh, so check that out, sugarcreekcoffee.com. All right. So let's talk about the first couple of weekends in the NFL. And we know on one end, we need to be patient. It's a long season, but here is what was said moments before week two kicked off. And so for me on Sundays, thankfully my wife is very kind. She puts the girls down for a nap. I, sneak down to the basement, and I'm watching three TVs. I'm watching the NFL Red Zone channel, 
and I'm watching, you know, the, the, the quad box from Sunday ticket on one TV. And then I'm, I'm watching the local game on the other TV, uh, over the air. If I go all three streaming, that's a lot. That's a lot. So I do the, the local over the air, uh, game as well, uh, which I, I watch the Jags and chiefs a lot. So we got to talk about that. But anyway, I'm watching the NFL Red Zone. That's on the main TV. That's the audio that I want to hear. So our boy Scott Hansen, he was kind enough to do a video for us for Fantasy Football Fellowship this year. So I'm loyal to Scott, love Scott. But I'm listening to him do his kind of opening monologue to, to set the stage for week two in the NFL. And I, I heard him say, he goes, so you know, week two, looking for confirmation of what we saw in week one. And I thought, ooh, that's good. That's good. There's probably a devotional there. And so here we are in the podcast talking about this. So we'll get to the spiritual ramifications in a bit. But after week one, you and I as fans, we draw conclusions about certain teams and we gain a sense of, you know, what direction teams are heading this season. It's really our first, you know, glance at, at what these teams are all about and what new coaches and you know, are going to look like and all that sort of thing. And so we believed certain things about some teams after week one. Now, some of those narratives absolutely changed in week two. But a lot of the things that we saw in week one, that we experienced as fans in week one, they were confirmed in week two. And so this is especially true for the teams that are 2-0 and or 0-2. Because we've sort of seen the same thing two weeks in a row. We got confirmation. So how about in Miami? Here, here's, here's a statement that can be confirmed. When Miami's quarterback, Tua Tungavailoa, is healthy, the Dolphins are a dangerous team. That was confirmed. And it's really confirmed even going back to last year. That, that this Mike McDaniel-led team offense, along with Tua, it is, it is good. It is very good. Week one, they were especially good. This week, a little tougher. New England has a, has a good defense, but they still did enough. Raheem Mostert ran the ball really well uh, to, to go along with, with Tua. But when he's out there, it's just a different team. And so that was confirmed. It was also confirmed the San Francisco 49ers have so many weapons on offense, and all they do is win with quarterback Brock Purdy at the helm. All the guy does is win. It is truly remarkable what he's been able to do, the story continues. It continues to be confirmed. He's, he's legit. He's the real guy. He's the real, he's, he's the real deal. He's the guy in San Francisco. And then you surround him with all these different talented players. And when, again, when Christian McCaffrey's out there, it's confirmed. He's the best running back in the NFL. That, that is also confirmed. How about this one? Dallas's defense is elite. That was confirmed. Yes. Once again, they dominated New York. This time it was the Jets, the Cowboys defense, four second-half turnovers. And I think it's also confirmed Zach Wilson, not the answer with the Jets. They, they, they've got to they figure something else out. It, it, there's a lot there, a lot there with the Jets. That's a sad story for them, but, but I don't think Wilson can, can handle it. He's definitely, he's definitely going to struggle uh, against the Cowboys. So that was, that was confirmed. Uh, how about this? The Chargers and the Broncos haven't learned how to win close games. And I have to admit that I root for the Chargers. I like Justin Herbert. I, I don't really know why necessarily why I like the Chargers so much, but I just want to see them win. 
but it, it gets confirmed game after game, season after season. The Chargers don't know how to win close games. They just don't. They haven't figured it out. And then Denver, we thought everything was going to be different this year with Sean Payton. Well, through two games, it's been confirmed. Nothing's changed. It's the same Broncos team. I mean, they, they, the offense looked a little better in week two. And even with that last second Hail Mary, which was wild. I was watching that on my phone. I was trying to eat dinner. It was crazy Sunday, you know, winding down. And all of a sudden, Russell Wilson throws this Hail Mary, and which is always just such a fun play. And, and to get it. But then the, the, the excitement has to be halted because, uh-oh, they still have to go for two. And so Denver loses that game. Uh, so that was a big win for Washington. I, I have to admit, though, I don't know what to make of Washington just yet. I'm not sure what was confirmed other than they're better than last year. I, I, that's, that's my only takeaway from week one to week two because they didn't look great against Arizona, came down to the wire against Denver. I think Arizona and Denver are probably two of the worst teams in the league. I think that's been confirmed. And so Washington's 2-0 and against them. So they might be that fool's gold 2-0 and team at this point. But I like Sam Howell. I like Ron Rivera. I like some of the, you know, McLaurin's good. Brian Robinson was really good in, in, against Denver. Um, but, but ultimately, the Chargers and Broncos, yeah, it, it's confirmed. They don't know how to win close games. And then the other confirmation we got, it's clear that the Bengals have some major issues that need to be fixed and the health of Joe Burrow, very concerning. We don't know exactly how much time he's going to miss, if he's going to miss time or how limited he's going to be, but he's not the same old, same old Joe Burrow. And so week one, week two, we, we didn't see much of a difference other than T. Higgins was a lot better. But Jamar Chase is off to a slow start. The running game is pretty weak. And, and now they're 0-2 against divisional opponents. A lot of the same there for, for Cincinnati. So it's, it's confirmed there are some, there are some concerns uh, for the Bengals. Uh, the other thing that I hate to admit, but the Atlanta Falcons are very well coached. I, I can confirm that because I, I know they got some talent on offense, but Desmond Ritter, eh, we still got to see a little bit more out of him to, to see, what, okay, what level of quarterback is he? I don't know if we've seen enough yet, but it but it's been confirmed that he he can at least can win games. They're two and zero, and it's also been confirmed that Bajan Robinson is the real deal. And the one two punch with him and Tyler Algier, very impressive. So they're going to run the ball. They're going to be well coached. They're going to remain in games. You know, Green Bay. They thought oh, we're doing great. Yeah, three touchdowns. Jordan Love. We're loving life. Look at us. We got another unbelievable quarterback. Playoffs. Here we come. And then all of a sudden, here come the Falcons. And they get back in that game, and they win that game. And, and so I, I've got to credit Arthur Smith for just the way that he keeps his teams in his team in games. This happened last year, too. They were competitive. They were tough. They were well-coached. And it's been confirmed through two weeks. That is, that is continuing. And so here's the thing as, as fans. There are a few different ways that, that we actually receive confirmation about what we believed in week one that was actually also true in, in week two. Because you know, a lot of those things we thought after week one, oh, okay, yeah, this is going to be a good team. Okay, it was confirmed. All right, so, so how, do we, how do we actually get that confirmation? Well, the most obvious way is that we actually watched the games with our own eyes. We experienced for ourselves what these teams, what these individual players, what these coaches did, 
out on the field during the game, right? We sat there, we watched it. Okay, yeah, I can confirm that. I saw it, I saw it firsthand or at least through the TV. There we go. The other way we gain confirmation is, and especially this kind of, it adds to that confirmation, is when we hear or read what an NFL analyst communicates. And so if we're sitting there watching a game and, and we're thinking something, we're believing something, and then we hear during halftime or after the game, one of the analysts confirm that, they go, oh yeah, they saw the same thing. Well, this guy played 15 years in the league or you know, this guy was a, a great coach in the, in the NFL. So, all right, now, okay, good. I, I'm on the same page with them. That, that seems to be what's true about this team and about that specific player. And, and so when, when we can you know, have sort of the, the, the same wise thoughts and observations uh, as somebody, or we have the same thoughts and observations as someone who is wise, it gives you that confirmation, okay, we're lined up the same way and, and we have the same conclusions. And then the other way that we get the confirmation is we develop particular feelings about a, a team or, or player. And, and especially, you know, for me this year, I just had a feeling that the Saints were going to have a good season, that this offense was going to be dynamic. Now, the, the Panthers' defense looked great Monday night. And so I would say that the Saints' offense wasn't very impressive, but I, I still have this feeling, and, and they've gotten off to a really good start through, through two games. And, and so I, I, I kind of had that feeling. And so every time you know, we watch or talk about a certain team, if we have that feeling, it, it continues to be confirmed as, as sort of all signs point to something being true uh, about that team. And, and same, you know, it's all about the Chargers. It's like, yeah, I just got a feeling they just still don't know how to win because Staley is their, still their coach, and it just doesn't seem like he's able to get them over the hump. It's kind of a feeling that you have, then you watch it, you listen to the, the wise analysts, and then you're feeling about that, eh, yep, been confirmed. And, and so there's multiple layers of this confirmation that we get when it comes to our, our conclusions about specific teams, players, situations, in the NFL. It's only been two weeks, but as I've already talked about, a lot of these, these confirmations have, have, have taken place. All right, so when it comes to our own lives, this, this is what's, what's most important today. And we're looking at it through the lens of, of following Jesus. And, and so that's what we're about here, here at Unpacking It. And, and so we want to you know, think about, uh, think about and understand and, and discuss what it, what it really means to follow Jesus day in, day out. And so Today, I, I want to talk about confirmations in, in life because we all have beliefs about God, uh, about life, and, and about the, the things that we're supposed to do next. And hopefully, we desire confirmation of, of the things that we believe to be true. We, we want to confirm, wait, wait, is that true? Am I, where, where am I getting that from? Is my thought about God actually what the Bible says? Is it, is it actually true? Or, or was I misled and that, that has, that's actually not true? We got to get that confirmation. And sometimes we, 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 we face situations in life where it's like, you know what? I, I, think, I think it's time to move. Maybe it's a house or maybe it's a job. It's time to, it's time to, it's time to switch jobs. You, you, you get the feeling about it. But then you need confirmation. And, and maybe, you know, you start to believe that, you know what, I'm not the right fit in, in this job situation. Or, 
this part of town moving forward just doesn't appear to be the 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 right location for 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 my family and and so where does that belief come from and so we have to evaluate that and kind of where does that feeling come from and then we have to pursue the confirmation and and so the the most important thing for us is are we praying about these decisions are are we asking god to give us confirmation that okay here i i'm believing this i'm thinking this god can you confirm one way or the other am i am i wrong on this or am, am, am i on the right path please confirm this and so are we going to him in prayer and then also are we going to his word and are we confirming the the things that we believe with scripture and and so here's the other aspect of this that that I, I bet many of us struggle with at different times, and maybe it's you today. You're also wanting confirmation that God is real, that God actually loves you, that God actually forgives our sins, and, and, and that he actually has purpose for you and for me. And, and so where do we get that confirmation? We go to scripture. It's all been confirmed. And so we have to trust, we have to trust that, that God's word is true. And how do we do that? Well, you can confirm the, 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 the prophecies of the Old Testament. They, they were confirmed in the New Testament. And the promises of God have been confirmed. And the, the prophecy that Jesus was, was going to, to, to come to earth and, and, and die and rise again and on the third day, rise again and resurrect and we have eternal life. All that was confirmed. And so we have that confirmation. First John 5, 20 says, and we know that the son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true in his son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. And so when we place our faith in Jesus, our right standing before God is also confirmed. We're, we're in. We're, it's confirmed. If we've surrendered our life to Jesus, eternity is, is ahead of us, and it's, it's with God forever. It's been confirmed. Ha, have, we, have we made that declaration and that commitment in our heart uh, to him? And, and so we have the ability to know him, to follow him, and to know the one who is true. It's it's confirmed, and and as we seek God, He will confirm how real, how loving, how powerful He is. He does it daily. Just look around. If you if you want confirmation that He's the Creator, one become a dad or a, a mom, become a parent, and and see the creation of of life happen before you. Uh, that points to to, to God. And then you look at just the beautiful you know, mountains all around us or wherever you live. There's some aspect of just beautiful creation. It points to, it confirms, man, God is real. And then from there, it's diving into scripture to confirm, okay, what God says is true and what I'm believing is, is true because it lines up with, with scripture. And so we have to get that confirmation. And, and then, you know, when it comes to, praying to God for specific details in our lives, 
we also have to trust him for confirmation. And so again, going back to, okay, should I change jobs? Uh, I, I think praying about, should I, should I serve in this way at, at church is an important, important prayer. Sh- should I speak up in this situation? Should I be bold and, and approach somebody? And then getting the confirmation on what is the right approach with this person? Whatever the issue may be, maybe it's 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 you know getting confirmation from the Lord to to, to now is the time now now this is the right time to have the conversation with a friend or a family member in some regard that you'll fill in the blank for for whatever's going on in your life currently, and but but we need that confirmation, and and so again prayer scripture that's how we get the confirmation, and so what other ways does God use to you know confirm? something that we're believing, okay, is this true? And, and is this really what God's leading me to do? Well, it, it comes down to experiencing him. And so it's spending time in his presence. It's experiencing his character and, and fellowshipping with him. And so going back to the parallel today, we, we understand what's going on in the NFL when we watch games and we see with our own eyes and we experience, okay, yeah, that's true about that team. The, the Chargers and Broncos can't win close games. It, it's clear. They, they, they make poor decisions down the stretch. It, it, it's evident. It's been confirmed. And, and so when, when we spend time with God and actually pursue him and, and sit in his presence, in his word, listening, his character is confirmed. It, we, we realize his love. We experience his love. And, and he speaks clearly to us as well as we listen. And then we get that confirmation of, oh, this is the next move. This is, this is the direction I'm supposed to head. And, and so if today you're, you're in a situation, because I, I know I am, I know I'm in a situation where I am trusting God's confirmation. And I've been getting confirmation lately about some of the next steps that, that, that I need to take. And, and so I'm, I'm kind of continuing, all right, God, I, w- I want this kind of continued confirmation. And then at some point, we have to take the step of faith and go. Like, hey, it's been confirmed. This is, this is what's true. This is what God is clearly asking us to do. Now we go. But we need to get that confirmation too so that we don't flippantly do things or, uh, yeah, just you know, jump, jump in too, too soon. Now, some things we do need to, and that's a, that's a different topic. That's it. There are certain moments where it's like, yeah, it's obvious. Boom, we got to go. But other times we need this confirmation. And, and so here, here's a prayer uh, from Ephesians 1, 17 through 19 that, that Paul prays uh, for, for the Ephesians. And, and so we can pray it as well. He says, I always pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may grant you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation that gives you a deep and personal and intimate insight into the true knowledge of him. For we know the Father through the Son. And I pray that the eyes of your heart, the very center and core of your being, may be enlightened, flooded with light by the Holy Spirit, so that you will know and cherish the hope, the divine guarantee, the confident expectation to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, God's people. And so that you will begin to know what the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his active spiritual power is in us who believe. These are in accordance with the working of his mighty strength. And so 
when we truly see him and know him and and he gives us this wisdom and discernment and a revelation from his word his word it becomes enlightened illuminated it becomes your know, eyes are open to it as we experience him and seek him and and trust him that that that's most important that that just we we understand the truth of who he is we understand his character and then out of that we experience the leading and the guiding in our lives and understanding the next moves to make and we get that confirmation and and so a couple other ways that that we can you know experience confirmation still always we always want it to be biblical and, and scriptural based but but God speaks through sermons and through worship songs and and so are are we listening or are we hearing and and going back to the parallel you know God speaks through other people and, and so we get confirmation when we hear it from someone else, just like with, with the, the the football confirmation. If we hear an analyst, right? Now some of these guys are knuckleheads, but you know you get the guys that are that are trustworthy. The analysts that you align with, you go, oh man, this guy's this guy's got a lot of wisdom. Okay, he's confirming what I'm seeing. And and so if we're wrestling with something in life and we're wondering, okay, is this true? And is this really what God wants me to do? God will speak through His Word, and then through, sometimes through through sermons or, or pastors through, through a worship song. I know in my life, God has really spoken to me through songs. I'll, I'll flip through the radio and it's like, wow, okay, I needed to hear that today. And God speaks to my heart through that. And, and so we get that confirmation. And, and then also you know, along the same lines too, the wise people in our lives. Do we have mentors? I talk about it all the time. Have we, have we asked God to put mentors in our life and do we listen to their wisdom? And we listen to them and then we need confirmation through scripture. And so there are certain people that, yeah, you want to, they're wise and they, they have, you know, good experience and they know what they're talking about. But if they're not lined up with scripture, then, hey, whoa, 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 time out. I, this isn't what God says about this. But when we, we already know, okay, God's spoken through a sermon. He, he's spoken through his word. Oh, wow. Now I got another layer of confirmation from someone that I really trust. Sometimes that's our, our spouses too. It's like, okay. God is really, all the signs are pointing to this being the answer, to this being true, to this being right. Boom, confirmation, boom, confirmation, boom, confirmation. And so lastly, if we follow Jesus and we actually live Holy Spirit-filled lives, that the Holy Spirit lives within us and that we are yielding to the Spirit, we are listening to the Spirit, we are you know, confessing sin in our lives and repenting and moving forward, and, and desiring to live holy lives led by the Spirit, then, then we're, we're going to have discernment, and we're going to sense certain things. We're going to have, it's not really a feeling. It's deeper than a feeling. It's deeper than a gut feeling. But, but, but it is this feeling that, okay, God's moving. God, God's working. Again, all signs are pointing. And so we don't always want to just operate based on feelings. We want to base, you know, base things on, the Holy Spirit leading and guiding us, and then the layers of confirmation from wise people, from Scripture. And, and so, again, the, the, the parallel to the confirmations we got in the NFL. <laughs> we experienced it. We watched it with our own eyes. And so in, in life, we, we need to see it. We need to see God. We need to see his, his, his word come to life, to, to, to illuminate. And so, man, I see it. 
I see, I see what you're, you're showing me, God. Thank you for revealing this to me. And then the, the, the second thing is, is it's, it's listening to, to people that are wiser th than us. In football, it's the analyst. In, in life, it's, it's mentors, it's pastors, people further down the line in their spiritual journeys that, than we are. And, and then it's also the gut feelings. In, in, in football, as fans, it's like, yeah, I got a feeling about this team. Yeah, it's been confirmed. Yeah, the more I talk about it, the more I think about it, the more I see. Yeah, it's all confirmed. And then for us as followers of Jesus, it's those promptings. It's the Holy Spirit working in us and God, you know, opening our eyes and 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 really helping us sense and discern with with, with wisdom and understanding from him. Okay, this is the step to take. This is the direction to go. Yes, this is what 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 God says is true, and and this is this is what He's He's asking me uh, to do. And, and so those those feelings that we can't shake it, it's like, yeah, that oftentimes can be from God. Uh, but but again, we have to get confirmation of that. And so I, I think, and, and kind of this is probably maybe the last thing we we need to have peace. So if we have peace about something, then okay. It's been, it's been confirmed. God, God, God is in this. Now, if we're, if we're wrestling and the Holy Spirit is kind of saying, no, 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 come on, you're not getting it. You're not getting it. You're not, you're, it's not clear yet. It's not clear yet. You're uneasy. We got to get confirmation of what's going on then. And so many people today, because I, I can relate to this, it's, okay, I got a little confirmation over here, a little confirmation over there. I'm still confused. And it's kind of like the, the one and one teams. It's like, wait, what are the New York Giants all about this year? Like, what, what, what are they going to be? Uh, it's still confusing. And so if we still have some of that wrestling going on in us, then we need to ask God for that, that confirmation, that peace, that, that discernment to know, okay, whew, my feelings are in the, they're, they're aligned with scripture, with, with how the Holy Spirit's moving. Okay, I'm, I, I'm confident this is the direction, wisdom, discernment. It's all that. It's all that confirmation. So this is, this is a, to me, a very, hopefully, practical and important message for all of us uh, because we want to we make wise decisions in life, and in order to do that, we need confirmation. And so let's not move forward with, you know, kind of confusion and, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Let's ask the Lord through prayer and scripture to get the confirmation needed. So that's the message for today. And uh, I, I hope that, uh, that you were able to uh, even hear God give you confirmation with something that, that you're wrestling with today or that you have been wrestling or you have been seeking to get that confirmation. Uh, so thanks for listening. We missed Luke today. He should be back next week. And, and so I went solo. I don't even think I, I took a swig of water. So I need to get some water. Got to wrap this show up. Uh, but, but thanks for being with us. I encourage you to check out unpackingit.com. If you haven't subscribed to our weekday email devotional, uh, make sure you do that on unpackingit.com. But thanks to everybody for listening. I'm Bryce. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected. And through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well. And I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It Podcast.